Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast. I forget the intro. Hold on, hold on. Don't leave yet. I'm. I have it written down somewhere. I forgot I did this. The the, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle habits in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. That way, you can lose the fat, get strong as fuck, get healthy, and sustain it long. Term. Long term. Long term. Because that is the name of the game. Is like, what can you do and sustain it long term? I'm telling you right now, man, one of these days I'm going to get somebody else to laugh at my jokes. One of these days I will. If you want to lose weight um, and that's your goal, if you want to get healthier and that's your goal, I got you. Just come fucking hang out with me. I'll chop a limb off and you'll lose some weight. And this has been like my new thing. This is going to be my new thing going forward. It's like, if you want to get healthier, here's your goal, right? Like, you come to me, you're like, I just want to get healthier. That's it. I'm like, okay, cool. So how much water did you drink today? Let's just say you drank two cups. Okay, if you drank a third a third cup today, then you will be healthier than you were yesterday. And boom, your goal is accomplished. So you need specific goals. You need specific goals too. No, don't, don't come at me with this vague ass shit unless you're cool with a bunch of questions because that's what I'm gonna come at you with. I went live on my, my Instagram and my Facebook today, my Facebook business page. Um, and I shared, I like sat down and I came up with a bunch of questions that I typically... Um, find myself asking my clients and people that I talk to a lot about their health and fitness goals to get more clarity around it. And I shared that on my Facebook and my Instagram live stream today. Um, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And so now I'm in this this zone for all of this stuff. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do a podcast. I'm in the zone for speaking. I'll do a podcast. And I'm like looking at the numbers. I'm like, yo, people are still listening. <laughs> this is so cool. I'm actually shocked by these numbers. Like it's usually when I don't do the podcast for a while, the downloads are way down. Um, But the downloads are still up, man. Like I'm averaging 15 to 16 downloads per episode and I don't plug this. I forget about it all the time. But you guys are uh, still tuned in, which I appreciate. Thank you guys so much. You fucking rock. Oh man, some of these older episodes have way more downloads. Holy shit, I got one like 34. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 38. These are going back like a year now. So anyway, uh, let's get into today's episode. Let's get into today's episode. I'm going to talk about habits, all the things you need to know, right? Because I, so one of the things I'm going to start doing more is the podcast. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the podcast more. It looks like I'm averaging one episode every two weeks right now, which isn't horrible. <laughs> Could be better. But uh, I'm going to talk about habits today. And one of the things I'm doing is I'm, I'm like, I'm going through and I'm really like structuring the whole coaching program I'm, with my clients. It's really just like the way I coach them on things with health and fitness related topics and whatnot. And so I'm like going through and like going through the main topics of mindset that I like to cover and just like reviewing it myself. And so I'm going to actually share some of that stuff in on the podcast. Like I'm going to share exactly what I go through with my clients. So I'm essentially going to give you guys like the blueprint, like what I actually coach and teach my clients. Um, so like if you can just take the information and apply it in real time, like you don't need somebody <laughs> to coach you. Um, sure. You would get like the wisdom from a coach or a trainer or their experience or just their guidance their support, accountability, whatever. But like if you can offer that stuff to yourself, 
then dude, just take the basic stuff I talk about. Like even like when I talked about, um, when I went, when I li went live today and talked about the basics of, of mindset, like if you can just take those principles and actually sit with them, ask yourself those questions. There was like 16 questions and really just start to get clarity around your goals, why you want them and how you're going to do it. You don't need help. You, all you need is more clarity. It's just having someone to support and, and offer that accountability gives you more clarity. It gives you more solidification. I don't know if that's a word, but more, it gives you something to ground to, right? Because if you're like, what I've found is like a lot of people just like having that extra accountability from some external source. But if you can find a way to, to leverage that over yourself, you really, really don't need someone. And so like one of my goals for the rest of this year has been like, I just want to provide enough not enough i want to provide so much value that people don't need my help that has always been my goal and there's a there's a part of me that's just like i feel like this information should be everybody should just have it everybody should just have it this understanding like i watch myself in real time now and i'm just like watching how quickly i can shift habits and it's so like it's just not even just the habits themselves become second nature but being able to recreate new routines um, and new habits in my life is second nature. I don't have to think about it. I just know exactly what I need to do. It's fascinating. So I'm going to talk about it today. So if you guys have been around for any length of time, you know I like to start by defining terms. So first, I'm going to take a sip of my coconut water out of my coffee mug. I don't know why, but out of coffee mug, it just feels so much cooler. One of these days, I'm going to start recording the, the podcast again. I really want to. Anyway, so I like to start with terms. I like to start by defining terms, right? So what's a habit? Habit is a routine or behaviors that include repeated, that are, that are <laughs> Jesus, I'm, this, this is a hell of a start, that uh, are repeated and they perform, or that, and they are performed in response to cues or triggers. So they're routine, routine behaviors that we as individuals, humans, people repeat routinely uh, in response to cues or triggers. They are automatic and unconscious responses to stimuli, cues or triggers, in the environment and are formed through repeated actions and reinforcement. Habits can be effective or ineffective towards our goals. So that's the definition, right? And so here's one way to kind of um, understand why habits are so important. Because I hear some people say, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. I hear other people say they don't like it. They don't like routine, whatever it is. But it's like, whether you realize it or not, you are a creature of habit. And I'm not saying that to like tell people how they are, what their lives are like or who they, whatever. I'm just saying like, it's just a fact that that's how human beings are because our brain and I, you know, I'm going to look it up right now because I've been saying this a lot lately with my clients and I don't know the actual, um, what you call how much information Okay, I promise I'm, I'm gonna come back to this. Sorry for the radio silence. So um, the amount of information, so one of the things I've been saying a lot lately to my clients is, I don't remember the exact number, but I think it's something wild, like our brain is intaking 10 million pieces of, of information in any given moment, so that's what I just looked up. Um, the amount of information that our brain takes in any given moment depends on the variety of factors, such as level of attention. Give me a number, bro. Some estimates suggest that human brain is capable of processing anywhere from 10 to 100 terabytes of information per second. I'm using chat GP, GPT right now. If you guys haven't looked into that, fucking fascinating. Another way to contextualize that. 
So you just gotta like learn how to ask this thing the right question. So anyway, I'm gonna stick with the number right now that it's 10 million pieces of information in any given moment. And so let's just say that number's right. Let's say it's, it could be 10,000. It's like either way, it's a lot of information all at once. And so like we can't, our brain doesn't have the capacity to be able to sift through and look at all that information all at one time. I think about it. Let's just say it's 10 million pieces of information. Or what this is saying, 10 to 100 terabytes of information per second. So if I understand it correctly, I think it's like megabytes, gigabytes, terabytes. And terabytes are like wildly large files from a computer standpoint. So that's a lot of information. Do you think you can consciously focus on and retain that much information? Probably not. That's a lot. So what happens is um, our conscious mind only actually is active for about like five or not active, but is only able to intake about 5% of all the information we take in through a day. So we have to be able to sift through information and filter things off to the subconscious. So all this information is coming in through our our, um, our sensors, our senses. So sensory information. So your taste, your touch, your smell, your um, taste, touch, smell, hearing, taste, touch, taste, touch, sound, taste, touch. What? I am totally trying to blank right now. Taste, touch. Um, you got my eyeballs my ears, my mouth, physical touch. And I'm, uh, did I say smell? Smell, okay, okay, so I finally got the five. Those are the five, right? So all the information is coming through our senses. And so there's a lot coming at us. So our conscious mind can only like wrap its head around, so to speak, about like 5% of that. So the other 95% is like filtered through through the subconscious. So um, we have to be able to pawn things off to the subconscious mind and that way we can focus on things. We can focus on what we need to focus on. So our habits become a part of the subconscious mind that we don't have to necessarily think about. So they're important. Whether you realize it or not, you are living your life by a um, certain amount of habits, whether they're physical habits, whether they're effective or not, or whether they're thought patterns. Your anxiety, guys, may not be a disorder that you have to go see a therapist about. It could just be thought patterns, thought loops that you get caught in. Like it really could be something like that. And I'm not saying you can't go get help for that. All I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with you. It's actually kind of normal. Like our brains are just like overloaded with shit these days. So you have to be able to be, be able to sift through it and creating a mental structure through habitual um, actions and thought patterns can really help you with that. Like for real, creating structure and routine can really help you with that. Because if you think about it, you, you, you write down a list of like 10 things you have to do in a day. And you look at the list, and you're like, wow, how am I gonna get this done? There's so much. And then your anxiety goes. It's like, oh, I gotta do this and this and this and this. Like I gotta get the kids to school and I gotta pack my lunch and, and I gotta do the laundry and clean the kitchen and I gotta um, tell Tyler his hair looks good. There's just so many things to do in, in a day. And what ends up happening is you just get overwhelmed by all the things you have to do. And instead, what you could do is create structure and routine around them. Instead of making a list and knowing what you have to do, you can just build them into a routine. And so they're important. They're really, really, really important. They offer so much mental bandwidth. They offer you so much freedom back. It was coconut water time. So 
we define habits, I explain the point importance to these. So like, here are some examples for you guys. So like something like biting your nails, cracking your knuckles, right? Checking your phone all the time. Like maybe you get anxious in public or you don't know what's going on in the world or you're bored and you just pick up your phone. Who's done that? Let's be real. You're all doing it. You procrastinate. That could be a habit. Eating junk food frequently. Drinking excessive amounts of caffeine. I'm guilty of that one. Going to bed late. Um, movement and exercise could be good or bad. You know, you could overly exercise. I don't know if that's a way of phrasing it. Journaling, meditation, what we eat, and the way we eat it. Um, now, now, now I have a list of some thought patterns for you guys because again, thoughts in and of themselves, thought patterns are habitual. They are habitual. Like if you see that coworker every single day, you know, you there's five out of the seven days of the week. You see that co coworker and there's just something about that bitch that just gets on your nerves. And you always just have like negative thoughts from there on out because like she just grinds your fucking gears. You could just have a negative thought pattern built into the framework of your brain around this person that makes you get fucking mad. So again, creating habits um, is important. It can help with thought patterns too. So catastrophizing black and white thinking so thinking things are just either black or white there's no gray area and if you guys know me at all i fucking live in the gray area nothing is black and white if you overgeneralize, and this is something i totally can be guilty of sometimes i'll be like generally speaking you know overgeneralizing. negative self-talk who are you you know you're out there um perfectionism perfectionism like everything's got to be perfect yeah man that could be a an, uh a thought pattern a ruminating, ruminating, repetitive thinking, and negative experiences. Mind reading, assuming what others are thinking or feeling without evidence. Who's been there? Who's been there? I, I, dude, I catch myself all the time trying to like read minds and like foresee the future. It's a blessing and a curse, really. Personalization, like attributing blame to someone for things that are beyond one's control discounting with the positive so like minimize minim, minimizing it like kind of just be like and this i notice this all the time with some of my clients because i'll be like oh my god you did fucking awesome like you crushed your workouts this week and you're like yeah but like i this one thing it's the yeah but dude it's like okay acknowledge it like you're right i did do awesome and at the end at the same time like there is still room for improvement of course there always is it's like it's it's like i did awesome and i can still improve Think about the difference there. Like, okay, I hit a 200 pound deadlift. Cool. So I hit a 200 pound deadlift and I can still make improvements on my nutrition to hit my goals versus I hit a 200 pound deadlift this week, but I missed like three meals and I messed up. You see the difference in those two statements? And those thought patterns can lead, well, those, those actions, words can become habitual and patterned into your brain just as much, um, as anything else and we can shift these things we can shift these things um i already kind of mentioned this of so blaming others came to the one and then emotional reasoning believing that things are believing that because one feels a certain way it must be true these can just be thought patterns that you go through and just like notice them they're not good or bad right or wrong it's just like they just are what they are and i was like explain this i was talking about the power of focus in the in the facebook group the other day and 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 just noticing thoughts like they're not bad they're not good you're not right or wrong they're, the thoughts are just thoughts guys i think this is my personal belief and i feel very confident that i'm right but i don't know for sure i don't know if science can prove this one 
When you have a thought that goes by, it's not the thought that's inherently good or bad. It's when you see the thought go by or you, you hear it or you feel something about it and you grab onto that and you're just like, this is me. So if like you hop on the scale and the scale doesn't move and you're just like, man, I'm really, I'm not, I must be doing something wrong. What's wrong with me? I'm unhealthy. It's not those thoughts that are necessarily good or bad. It's the fact that you grab onto them. And you're like, that's who I am. Whereas if you're not doing something right and you can just be like, okay, well, I guess, I guess I probably should start cutting out like the, the nighttime snack or maybe I should focus on my hydration a little more. Okay. I can do that. And you're like, I'm there. Like the thought, like you're the fact that you're unworthy or you're not good enough or you're unhealthy just because the scale didn't move doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's like evaluate your actions. Can you improve somewhere? Cool. Then do that. But associating yourself with that thought and then attaching a feeling to it seems to be what is really at the root of the thoughts in the first place. And then, and then trying to, um, rationalize with your subconscious mind because of those thoughts. I hope I haven't lost you guys yet. I hope this is all making sense because in my head it's making sense right now, but I don't know where other people are at. So if you can shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know if this makes sense, but it's um, rationalizing with your thoughts, right? Like you have a thought that goes by. It's just like, man, you're a piece of shit. Well, no, I'm not. Like I went to the gym today, you know, this and that. And it's like, wait, hold on, hold on. Those thoughts are just in my head. They're not true. They're not right or wrong. If there's some validity to them, just own it and just be, it's okay. Like thoughts are just thoughts, not good or bad, right or wrong. It's what we, it's the meaning we create behind them. Like they're true or not, or that you're good or bad because of it. Okay. Okay. I went on my whole spiel about thoughts now. Cool. Cool. Okay. So this, this is my whole spiel for habits and stuff like that. So now let's talk about habit formation, right? So this, I'm going to, this is kind of, I, I picked this up from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. So if you guys haven't read that one, check it out. Um, let me, where are my notes? Where are my notes at? So the four, four laws of habit formation, um, are really useful. So they are, make it obvious. So it, it follows the, this sequence of cue, craving, response, reward. Um, cue, craving, response, reward. So there's a cue for the habit to initiate it. Um, the cue initiates the habit loop and the, the trigger, sorry, the, the, the craving is what you're after, right? So what's a good example here? So, you know, you feel tired and sleepy. So the yawning, is your cue for feeling tired. So you're craving rest and sleep. Your response is, you know, especially if it's late at night, hop into bed, go to sleep, right? Your reward is waking up feeling rested. And so that habit loop is ingrained in all of us in some degree or another. Um, another one is, um, you know, the cue is that you feel your bladder. So your craving is to feel an empty bladder. Your response is to take a piss or go to the bathroom. Your reward is feeling alleviated from that tension, right? And this goes across the board for everything. Take anything. If you feel back pain, what what is the what is the back pain cue for you? What is the craving you want? You want some sense of relief, right? So what's your response? What is your personal response from some type of joint pain? I think a lot of people pick up Advil, a leave or one of those painkillers, which are just they're just fucking up your gut micro biome guys. I'm telling you like go on my website. I just put up two mobility programs. They're dirt cheap. Um, if you DM me on Instagram, actually, I don't know if I set up a link yet. If I did, there's a link. It'll get you 50% off the two programs. They're mobility for life. It's mobility, the letter, the number four, life spelled L-Y-F-E. 
um, those stuff, those will help you alleviate your joint pain without the bullshit pills. Please, please invest in yourself, please. Um, anyway, I digress there. That's a topic for a different day. So your, your response is whatever your response is and your reward is feeling a, a less tension in your back or your hips or whatever, but we all have ways of dealing with that. So, um, shit, hold on. I ha I'm going to pause this and start back up in a minute. Okay. All that talk about the bathroom made me how to use the bathroom. So anyway, there are the four laws of habit formation, uh, by James Clear in his book, habit, uh, atomic habits. If you guys haven't looked into that totally worth the read totally worth the read so the four laws are make it obvious make it attractive make it easy and make it satisfying so starting from the top if you want to shift a habit whether it's a thought pattern or a physical action that you're taking um you want to make it obvious to yourself so how can you do that you have to become aware of it when it comes to thought patterns i think it's a, it could be a little bit more tricky in a sense but like i think there's a really simple fix to this buy a notebook, start journaling. Every time you have a wild ass thought that seems to repeat, write it down, whip open the notes section on your phone and just like label it wild thoughts and then write it down. I've talked to some of my clients about this and I think they hesitate on this because they're like, it, there's a part of them and, and I can relate to this. I've been there that worries somebody's going to read it, but it's like, it's just your mind. And I, I haven't, I've been very curious about this lately. If the reason, um, people are concerned that other people are going to read it is because they themselves are not comfortable with their own thoughts. I don't know if I'm right. I know personally, I used to, there was a certain degree of which I wasn't okay with my own thoughts. So I hesitated, but now I'm just like, eh, it is what it is. So you want to make it obvious. I think journaling, writing things down on the notes section of your phone can be very useful, but you want to make it obvious to yourself. One of the things I started doing when I uh, noticed that I was getting into the habit of sitting in my car and scrolling on my phone is I started just fucking screaming. I just started screaming. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm doing it again. Like just loud as fuck. I didn't care. I didn't care who saw me. I was going to make a scene. And if I felt embarrassed, then good. Because I don't want to get into the habit of just sitting in my car. And I have no problem making myself look stupid to make a point to myself. Um, you know, this our subconscious mind is essentially just like that animal inside of us. And distraction, like are the animal inside of all of us loves a distraction. It's super easy. It's super simple. And our phone gives us all these neuro, neuro, these neurochemical cocktails that just send us on a frenzy. Ah, I really enjoy coconut water. So the first step is make it obvious. You need to make it obvious to yourself. Because once you're once you make it obvious, then you can do something about it. Like how can you do something about the habit if you're unaware of it, right? So step one, make it obvious, write it down, write it in a journal. Um, you know, in his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear discusses a technique that um, they do at like train stations in like Japan. And what the constructors do is if something isn't right, they like shout and point. So they'll raise their hand up and they'll point to something. Like if a door is stuck open, they'll shout and point open to it so that they get the attention of the people that need the attention so that like the train doesn't take off and stuff like that. And so you could do that same thing to yourself. Sometimes I'll do that. Um, again, if I'm wasting time on my phone, I'll think to myself, oh, I'm doing it again. Or I'll say it out loud, especially because I live alone. It's easy for me to do these things. I just be like, oh, you're, Tyler, you're doing it again. I'm like, oh shit, look at that. So I stop wasting time. I don't like wasting time on my phone like that. So call yourself out on the bullshit. You know, it's not good or bad, right or wrong. It just is. So make it obvious, right? The next step is going to be to make it attractive. You got to make it appealing to yourself. And one of the things that I think is very a very uh, 
good way to make it attractive to yourself is just simplifying it. So how do I want to phrase this? How do I want to phrase this? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, start by, like if you want to start making the habit of going to the gym, go go and do something you like doing. So maybe you don't like lifting weights, but you don't mind walking on the treadmill. Just start by going to the, and walking on the treadmill. That way you can start to create the habit of walking on the treadmill or going to the gym, said differently. So you wanna make it attractive by doing something you'll know you enjoy. Or maybe you just like doing weights. Fuck, maybe you only like doing bicep curls. Go to the gym, 15 minutes, bang out like 10 sets of bicep curls and then dip. That way you can just establish the habit of going to the gym. Maybe you don't wanna go to the gym and you that's what's turning you off from working out. Cool, buy some equipment and then work out at home. Okay, maybe you don't wanna buy equipment. Perfect, start with some body weight movements. Okay, perfect, you don't, you don't want to do body weight movements. Maybe you can't do it. Okay, start fucking walking then. <laughs> Look, see, I'm just like having a little conversation with myself with some sass. Start by just walking then. If the simplest thing is the most appealing thing to you, like going for a 10 minute walk, begin by starting 10 minute walks a day and build the habit of moving your body. And then when you're ready, start going to a gym, hire a coach, hire a trainer, don't invest in equipment or don't invest in resistance bands or don't, but do something to start building the habit of moving your body. Maybe you like playing with your kids or grandkids. That could be your way of starting your movement but make it appealing to yourself. Maybe you like playing sports, you know, for the, I actually, you know, when I was in my early twenties, I wasn't really working out like that, but I still played volleyball and I still ponder all the time, like maybe not all the time, but I still ponder what did that lay the, the groundwork for me to really dive into health and fitness later? Probably, but it doesn't matter. Okay. The next step. So we got make it obvious. You got to make it obvious. You got to become aware of your own habits or else you can't change them. Journaling is a very powerful tool. Um, make it attractive to yourself. Pick the simplest thing you can do to get started. If it means a 10 minute walk, it means a 10 minute walk. If that means starting with a couple of servings of fruits and vegetables, start with a couple of servings of fruits and vegetables. You do not have to throw yourself into a frenzy to make a change. It works for some people though. Next up, make it easy. Make it easy. Don't create like unnecessary friction for yourself. Focus on what you can control. One of my favorite things to do is to put shit at the front door so I can't forget it. It's my favorite thing to do. Now, there, granted, there's only one way in and out of my apartment, so it's even easier for me. But if you want to go to the gym after work, t pack the, cl the clothes the night before, set an alarm in your phone, pack the clothes the night before, and put it right next to your work bag. Or go, no, better yet, put it in your car. Make it easy for yourself. Don't give yourself the opportunity to forget because come on, people, we all know who you are. You're gonna forget. So don't do it to yourself. Make it easy as fuck. When you remember, pack your clothes up, put it by the front door, put it in the car, put it next to your work bag, put it next to something, in something, around something that you know you will not forget. Do not set yourself up for failure. Give yourself the opportunity to work the win. Make it easy for yourself. Don't create more problems for yourself. And this is what I find most people do. Make it easy. Make it easy. And then the last thing, make it satisfying. So if you want to create a habit of going to the gym, give yourself some type of reward. And I need, I, I, I want to find a better word, but you need to give yourself a way to positively reinforce the habit loop 
but not in such a way where it's going to fuck you up. So if you're somebody who tends to binge eat or overeat, using food to reward yourself is definitely not going to serve you. I realize I used to do this with alcohol all the time. I would, you know, work out four or five times a week. I would eat well. And then on the weekends, I'd be like, you know, I earned this. And I would get shit faced. And I was like, I created a, a habit loop of, you know, to, to my own, to my, I guess my own, um, credit like I was doing healthier things but I was kind of throwing it away on the weekends by quote-unquote rewarding myself with a drink when I mean the results themselves are going to be a reward and so if you can focus on that then more power to you but if you need something else like what can you reward yourself with that isn't going to negatively affect you can you like go for a massage like I got a pedicure for the first time in December dude awesome I gotta do another one of those can you make it coconut water Mm. so good maybe go to the movies with your family um, what else can you do? What else can you do? I don't know. What else do you guys like to do? For me, like my reward is just working out, <laughs> but I just thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll go and do some extra rope flow because I just, I enjoy that or I'll go for a longboard ride. Um, like just like find little ways that you can reward yourself that you enjoy that won't negatively affect or impact your health and fitness goals. Again, eating is not a good quote unquote reward, especially if you're going to Fuck yourself and your goals up. Like if it, you're going to use it as a self-sabotaging mechanism, my friends, don't you fucking do it. So be very careful about how you quote unquote reward yourself. I got to figure out a better um, word than that, even though that came from James Clear's book. I don't like it, bro. James Clear, I don't like it. Anyway, guys, that is the basics of habits and stuff like that. That is like what habits are, why they're important. Like there's only so much that your conscious mind can handle. And what I think a lot of people end up doing is they they want so much control that they try to consciously focus on all of these things they have to do. And guys, you're human. All of y'all are human. So you need to focus on what you can do and pawn off the other things to your subconscious mind. And then, you know, you know, people around you that may be able to help you. You know, that's just my two cents. So anyway, guys, I hope, I hope you took something from this. If you did, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. I'm going to try to, I'm really, I'm, I, I say this a lot. I'm going to really make an effort to make the podcasting more of a thing. I really do enjoy it. And I keep fucking saying that yet. I don't make it a priority. Maybe I need to find a way to make a habit out of this. There's a reason I shared this episode. It's time I take my own advice. So anyway, th- thanks guys. If you took anything from this episode, please leave a rate review on iTunes. It really does help more than you realize. Um, share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Tag your boy at Tyler underscore Egan on Instagram. Uh, it's just my name on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. TikTok. TikTok at Tyler underscore Egan too. Um, I'm everywhere. All the links will be in the show notes. If you wanna, If you're interested in my coaching program, please shoot me a DM. Um, on the grams. You can set up a consultation in the link in my bio. And without further ado, guys, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.